This is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Peter provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg. Hello, and welcome back to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. My name is Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show today, give us a call at 866 360 2724 or visit us online at the ivag.com and while on the website click on the podcast page to check out past shows or to subscribe to our program on apple Podcasts or spotify and as always please don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions that you may have to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting you know we are here in november we are in the thick of fall for a lot of people leaves have come off the trees you know, the great part of living where we do is we get to experience all four seasons and all their glory. And and fall is always, you know, uh, uh, an interesting time as you transition from the lazy days of summer now heading into the with Halloween behind us and candy behind us and heading full steam into the the Christmas season. There's a lot going on, um, but it's always a good time to stop and think about, hey, one, do I have a retirement plan? Have I put that together? But also what goes with the retirement is is an estate plan. You know, a couple uh, weeks ago, uh, uh, the week of October 18th was Estate Planning Awareness Week. And so I just wanted to kind of take a take a, a 20 minutes or so today on today's podcast and discuss about some of the things you should be thinking about for your estate plan. Now, I know it's not necessarily... Uh, uh, an uplifting conversation in the sense we're talking about what happens after one passes away, but it's really important to talk about because you don't want to leave your loved ones in a lurch trying to figure out these things um, after you've passed. So that's what I want to touch upon today. What are some things to start thinking about with your estate plan? But before I do that, uh, I want to welcome in my co-host, Tony. Tony, how are you today? Well, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And you know, we always try to find a way to make the shows fun and entertaining, but then you you talk about estate planning, and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know. But like I said, it's not the most uplifting conversation, but it's an important one nonetheless. Where are my, where are my uh, jokes about estate planning, end-of-life planning? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough one, but you know what? That's, you know, people put it off, and uh, I think, you know, we can smile because when you have a plan, you can be happy at knowing that, you know, you're not going to leave your loved ones in a bad situation. So that's what we're going to talk about on the show today. And it's so that's a positive. And talking about it, getting it out of the way is also a positive. It's going to make you feel better. So that's the yep. way I like to look at it. But I've had a great week, uh, although raking leaves is not my favorite thing. And I did that last weekend. So uh, I'm hoping that's done for the year, but you never know. I look up at the trees after I'm all done going, yeah, there's still some leaves up there. Yeah. It's always the oak trees. The oak trees <laughs> yep. are the ones that drop their leaves last and yes. make life difficult. They, so They do make um, life difficult. So yep. you're right. Uh, I've been great. What have you been up to? Are you keeping busy? Yeah, no, keeping busy. Like I, like I mentioned the opening, Halloween has passed us, which means my kids are hopped up on sugar, but you know, it is it is what it is. Um, but yes, things have been busy and and like uh, we're starting to head, you know, full steam into the holiday season, which 
again, is a busy time both for business but for families and, and stuff. And sometimes, you know, financial items and estate planning kind of recede to the to the back burner. But um, we'll still be here and talk about these items so people can think about them as they gather with their families um, here in the next, you know, coming months. Sure. Sure. Well, and there are steps, especially this time of year, you want to start planning uh, your retirement strategy, legacy planning, and, and Medicare uh, those are huge, two big elements right there, legacy planning and Medicare, of any solid uh, retirement strategy, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And I think, you know, for the most part, we're going to stick to the legacy planning today. And and let's start with kind of my first thought or my first piece of advice is, is to start taking a full inventory of the things that you own, right? You know, very likely over several decades, you've uh, accumulated a number of assets, um, cars, uh, you have probably a house, you have investment accounts. It probably makes sense to sit down and, and write down a list of all these things and include things like electronics and jewelries, collectibles, antiques, stuff that you may have inherited from uh, from your parents or grandparents so that there's a comprehensive list um, so that folks that, uh, after you pass away, folks that are in charge of your estate really know what's going on and they can zero in on the things that need to be taken care of when the time comes. Right. Yeah. And I think that's really important. Obviously, uh, you know, after you've, uh, you got to put together that list. That's That's huge. So uh, and once you've put together the list of all your cool stuff, I would assume it's time to start gathering up uh, all your paperwork, right? Yeah, specifically paperwork for your for your assets, specifically cash and, and retirement accounts, right? You want to make sure that you work uh, with your financial service professional, if you have one, to go over these items, right? Make sure you come up with a comprehensive list of of the accounts that you have, the documents that go with them. If you have an annuity, for example, make sure you have that policy um, in a safe place. If you have accounts, make sure you either have the login information for those different accounts or uh, you're, you're keeping at least an annual, if not quarterly statement in some safe place so that your your beneficiary uh, administrator, which we'll talk about a little bit later, your state uh, administrator, knows where these things are and can really make sure they have a sense of where are your annuity policies, where are your accounts located, where are your insurance policies, right? Your specific, whether it's uh, life insurance or either long-term care that may have a payout at the end, making sure they're all in one location and it's easy to figure out who they have to contact to um, to take care of those issues when when you pass away. Well, yeah, and that's, you, you want everything lined up. A lot of people, like I said earlier, uh, they like to put this, you know, these things off, but I'm glad you brought up financial services professional. I mean, obviously working with somebody like yourself can make organizing your financial life so much easier. So I think if our listeners out there aren't currently working with a financial pro, I would urge them to give you a call. And even if they are, get a second opinion. Yeah. And look, Tony, a good financial service professional, you know, managing assets is an important part of, is an important part of this, but any sort of retirement plan, having a conversation about an estate plan is something that, that your advisor should be doing. Now, I'm not a lawyer and most advisors aren't lawyers, but they're going to have a working knowledge of those things. And they're also going to have contacts, attorneys that they, they have a, a business relationship or at least a professional relationship with that will be able to aid you when that time comes. So yeah, you know, your your financial service professional should really be on top of those things um, and making sure that estate planning uh, and putting these lists together and, and other documents that we'll touch upon here in a few minutes um, are part of that overall plan. Right. 
Yeah, and there, there you go. And I, I think that's huge. And you help people do this all the time. And, you know, I mean, and th- I think the idea of making sure your family and friends have a good picture of your finances, uh, that's just so important, isn't it? Yeah. And keep in mind, finances aren't just about the assets that you own, right? You also have to keep in mind that, you know, it's very likely you have some debts, whether it be a, a maybe you still have a mortgage or an auto loan or credit cards. When you pass away, those debts don't disappear. So, you know, those that are in charge of your estate, they need to understand where are those debts and, and what needs to be paid off. Because again, just because you pass away, those debts don't disappear and interest doesn't stop accruing on those. And the and though the owners of those debts can come after um, your estate to have the money paid back. So not just as important as it is to put together a list of your assets, it's also important to make sure that you have a comprehensive list of the debts that you may have outstanding um, with information, right? Account numbers, contact information, information, all those types of things so that when your estate is being settled, the assets and the liabilities or the debts can be taken care of because if they're not, it could become a a significant issue for for your estate and those who are administering it. Well, yeah, and and there you go. So uh, that's another big part of it, isn't it? I mean, so so I think you make a great point. I mean, when I walk around a museum or a zoo or a similar place like that, um, I, I always notice like benches have plaques or exhibits uh, noting that they've been made possible by a donation in, in a beloved person's honor. So a lot of people like to do that. Sure. And, and that's going back to the concept of, of when you're living, uh, you're usually part of a lot of organizations where you have something that you have a, a, a passion about. Right. Sure. And so, um, a lot of times people don't know that, you know, don't know that you're giving money to an organization or you're donating your time or, or what have you. So when we talk about making lists, there's another list, right? You go around, you're, like you're talking about, Tony, you go to a zoo or someplace and you see this plaque, you wonder, well, how did that happen? Well, very likely that put that person made a list of all the important organizations and, and said, hey, I want to make sure that they're remembered after I, I, I pass away. And, and that's an important thing because uh, that was a part of the person's life and identity you may not know about it fully, but you want to make sure you honor it. So we talk about lists and it's very simple about assets and 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 debts and those types of things. But it's also about things that are important to you that you want to nest, that you want to continue uh, after you you pass away. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's true. So I, I want to keep hey, this going, but let's take a moment to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you to set up that complimentary consultation to talk about this. Yeah. So like I said, an estate plan should be part of an overall retirement plan, right? A retirement plan that's holistic in its nature. One that's taking a look at managing your assets in a way that that ensure that they're going to last for your lifetime, making sure we're maximizing social security, making sure we're keeping abreast of taxation, tax laws, and and making sure we can minimize what you owe. And again, making sure you have an estate plan um, that matches your overall philosophy and your overall plan. If that's something that's of interest to you or you want to get a second opinion to see if your current situation addresses all those items, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us on the IVAG.com and we can schedule an appointment uh, again, either in person or via Zoom or whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, let's keep this thing rolling. I mean, this is a great topic and, uh, I know that, uh, you know, we're talking a little bit about, uh, legacy planning. Uh, and so many, why do you think so many people put it off? 
That's my question. (laughs) I think it's fairly simple, right? No one wants to really deal with their own mortality. So uh, if they don't have to think about it or or put together a plan, then they're not going to do it unless unless someone, you know, a third party oftentimes is, is the catalyst to get them to put this stuff together. And that's why it gets put off for so long. Yeah. Well, let's stick with estate planning then. What do you have for us next? So I want to revisit, uh, I mentioned retirement accounts and putting, or at least putting a list of assets together that include your retirement accounts. Let's zero in on that for a second because retirement accounts, IRA or 401ks, uh, 403bs, those are unique in the fact that you generally have to designate a beneficiary, right? The beneficiary is the individual who inherits that account after you pass away. What's important to note about that is two things. One, those beneficiaries uh, are different from whatever you put into your will, right? You may have a will or a trust or something, and it says XYZ goes to to your son, your daughter, your nephew, what have you. But your beneficiary supersedes that. And, And oftentimes what happens on those accounts is as time goes by, maybe someone's fallen out of favor or maybe you've gotten a divorce and your ex-spouse is still a beneficiary and you don't realize it. And so when you're going through this whole estate planning process or estate review, it's always good to go back to those accounts and say, okay, let's make sure the beneficiaries are really who I want them to be. Because if they're not, what's on that document is set in stone once you pass away and maybe someone will inherit um, something you know, you have saved and, and accumulated over your lifetime that you don't necessarily want want to to uh, inherit that. So, you know, your retirement accounts are a bit different and they have to be taken a look at because of that beneficiary um, design within those types of plans. Oh, okay. So, and that's, that's interesting. And I think another place where we should mention working with a financial services professional will probably make a lot of sense. And, uh, and we really need to focus on that, uh, because people need to be equipped, uh, to do these things like update beneficiary designations, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, if you have an advisor, you should at least be doing an annual review. And at every one of those annual reviews, there should be a, a time where you're doing a beneficiary update or at least a beneficiary review where your advisor puts together a list of all your accounts and lists who the beneficiaries are on record to make sure they're correct. And I've had it time and time again where a client has been, you know, yeah, I don't want them to be the, the I don't want them to be a beneficiary anymore. I want to add X, Y, Z. Um, and so it's, uh, your advisor should absolutely be doing that as part of their annual review. So, um, you know, it's important, especially if you, again, have accumulated a, a, a sizable retirement nest egg, making sure this goes to who you want it to go to, um, should there be anything left when you pass away. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the thing. And you don't want to leave your loved ones in a bad situation either, not just uh, figuring out how to pass along what you have, but how to make sure that they have the information they need and, uh, you know, make it a, as good on them, as, as easy on them as possible. And I mean, it's hard to imagine that a spouse or child isn't going to want to be burdened by paperwork and decision making uh, while they're trying to come to terms with your passing. Yeah. And, and this is an important, you know, that's an important point, right? Because what, what I want to touch on next here is something called a, leg- you know, a, leg- a legacy administrator uh, for the lack of, uh, of, 
we'll use simple legal terms. Most people will call this the executor or the executress of, of the of the estate, right? And this is something that you should put a lot of thought into, right? Because when you pass away, someone is going to be put in charge of settling your estate. And as you just mentioned, Tony, right, your, your spouse and your children are going to be in a period of, of uh, grieving and, and upset with your passing generally. Do you want to really have... Um, do you really want to have them also have to go through all the paperwork and, and dealing with settling your estate? So sitting down and, and really thinking about who do I want to take care of all the paperwork and deal with probate if I have to deal with it, deal with lawyers and, and beneficiaries and all those types of things, that individual is going to be the primary person to settle your estate. And it's not an easy task a lot of times. It takes, it takes time. Uh, it takes a lot of work. Um, and you want to make sure you have someone who's going to be honest, um, someone that you can trust, and someone who you know can take on responsibility and deal with it well. Um, and that's a decision you know you can have individually. And if you're married, it's really something you should talk with your spouse about because they may want to do it, but it may not make sense because they're obviously very emotional in those weeks after you've passed. And so finding a, a, a legacy administrator and and picking the right one is very important and making sure you tell that person that they're going to be the legacy administrator (laughs) and not have it be a surprise to them when, when you pass away, that happens sometimes too. And that's not fair either. Um, no. And the other part you play in that goes back to what we've talked about, making sure everything is at least, um, organized to some degree and put in one place so that administrator can can easily find what they need to when the time comes to settle the the estate out. Yeah, yeah. So they again they they they're not going to be want to be burdened with paperwork and decisions that have to be made while they're you know emotional because of your passing. So what yeah. what about a will? Yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, we've talked about lists and all those types of things, but we really need to to make sure if your estate plan has some sort of legal document that makes the whole process binding, right? At the very simple um, baseline is having a will, right? A will dictates what you want to have happen to your different pieces of property. Um, and that's going to go off to what we call probate court and, and be settled with the estate. And that's kind of what I call the baseline of any sort of estate planning, having a will to uh, will and testament to make sure your wishes are going to be followed after you pass away. What should be then discussed further is, do you want to do things like a, a power of attorney or a, a power of healthcare attorney, financial you know, power of attorney, having different types of trust, whether it's a revocable or irrevocable trust. I'm not going to get into the details of those today because that's a whole podcast in and of itself, but those are the types of documents that you need to start talking about with your financial service professional and then more specifically with a lawyer to see what is uh, appropriate for your situation. But what I can say is having those lists that we talked about at the beginning of the show are important, but they don't mean anything if there isn't some sort of legal document, let's say a will or a trust, um, to back those up to to say very specifically what you want to have happen to your assets once you pass away. Right. Yeah, there there you go. And I just, I cringe when I think about people passing without a will. Uh, You know, you hear about celebrities all the time where that happens. And I mean, no matter how wealthy you are, you know, Aretha Franklin or Prince, uh, no matter how much you own, dying without a will mean, you know, it might mean your loved ones are going to have a lot to deal with and headaches and controversies and well, and they're not going to have access to your to your things or your money or things that they may need right away. Yeah, and it opens up your entire state to having to go through the probate process, 
which, you know, which is, an, it's, it's a process in some states in New Hampshire, it's fairly simple, but in other states, a very complicated process. And like you mentioned, Tony, that means all the assets get frozen for a period of time, could be up to a year. Um, and while, while it goes through the whole court proceeding. So it, it makes sense to have discussions about, you know, making sure you at least have a will, um, if not go, taking the next step in creating trust to, to make sure that your estate doesn't get caught up in some of the, some of the turmoil that is the court system. So, yeah, well, yeah, it gets tangled in legal battles. Then the money goes to the attorneys and that yep. means less for your loved ones. So you want to have this all planned out ahead of time, work with a financial services professional. I mean, you know, uh, that's the key because it's, you know, it's important. So now once those documents are updated and the will is completed and safely stored, is it that can we then breathe a sigh of relief? <laughs> I would say yes. I mean, you you have you have the list, you have the documents. You at least know that should something happen to you, that there's a plan in place, right? Now that doesn't mean that should stay static, right? As I mentioned before, at least once a year, you should revisit those lists. You should revisit your estate plan, make revisit your beneficiaries, make sure everything's still in line with what you want. And and if you review it at least once a year, you're going to make tweaks here and there. And uh, make sure that estate plan is the way you want it to be um, when when you eventually pass away. Well, yeah, there you go. And I think that's that's so, so important. And, and no matter how comfortable you are or you think you are at navigating your finances in a legacy plan, there's never any harm in getting a second opinion, is there? No, absolutely not. And and as I've mentioned, making sure that you you know uh, you sit down with a financial service professional, make sure um, your 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 accounts are consolidated. Make sure you know where everything is. Make sure that money is is uh, uh, invested in a way that's going to last for your lifetime. Um, and if if leaving money to your heirs is important, also making sure that there's going to be money left over for them. But also taking into account taxation, taking into account your estate plan. All of that should be something that a financial service professional uh, brings to the table when you sit down and talk with them, whether it's for the first time or whether you're getting a second opinion uh, on a plan that you may have had created by someone else either recently or, or in the last decade. So if you're interested in having that conversation, give us a call, 866-360-2724, or visit us online at the IVAG.com, and, and we can start a conversation about a retirement plan that includes all the things that I've mentioned today. Um, um, both for retirement, but also for an estate plan. Right. Yeah, and that's that's huge. It's been a great discussion so far. And I would encourage our listeners to pick up the phone and give you a call. So what's that number one more time before we go? It's 866-360-2724. All right. Thanks so much, Peter. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of the Ivy Retirement Podcast with our host, Peter Loffenberg. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Peter Loffenberg at the Ivy League Advisory Group. Call 866-360-2724 or visit them online at theivyag.com. 
Investment advisory services offered through the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC. Tilton, New Hampshire, 866-360-2724. A registered investment advisor registered in the state of New Hampshire and Vermont. Peter Laufenberg and the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC, are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.